From the sports section of the New York Times, NFL great Ken Stabler had brain disease CTE by John Branch. Shortly before he died in July, former NFL quarterback Ken Stabler was rushed away by doctors desperate to save him in a Mississippi hospital. His longtime partner followed the scrum to the elevator holding his hand. She told him that she loved him. Stabler said that he loved her, too. I turned my head to wipe the tears away, his partner, Kim Bush, said recently, and when I looked back, he looked me dead in the eye and said, I'm tired. They were the last words anyone in Stabler's family heard him speak. I knew that was it, Bush said. I knew that he had gone the distance, because Kenny Stabler was never tired. The day after Stabler died on July 8, a victim of colon cancer at age 69, his brain was removed during an autopsy and ferried to scientists in Massachusetts. It weighed 1,318 grams, or just under three pounds. Over several months, it was dissected for clues, as Stabler had wished, to help those left behind understand why his mind seemed to slip so precipitously in his final years. On a scale of one to four, Stabler had high-stage three chronic traumatic encephalopathy, or CTE, the degenerative brain disease believed to be caused by repeated blows to the head, according to researchers at Boston University. The relationship between concussions and brain degeneration is still poorly understood, and some experts caution that other factors like unrelated mood problems or dementia might contribute to symptoms experienced by those later found to have had CTE. Stabler, well known by his nickname, The Snake, he'd run 200 yards to score from 20 yards out, Stabler's junior high school coach told Sports Illustrated in 1977 is one of the highest-profile football players to have had CTE. The list, now well over 100, includes at least seven members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, including Junior Seau, Mike Webster, and Frank Gifford. Few, if any, had the free-spirited charisma of Stabler, a long-haired, left-handed quarterback from Alabama who personified the renegade Oakland Raiders in the 1970s. Stabler was the NFL's most valuable player in 1974 and led the Raiders to their first Super Bowl title two seasons later. He ended his 15-year NFL career with the New Orleans Saints in 1984. He had moderately severe disease, said Dr. Ann McKee, chief of neuropathology at the VA Boston Healthcare System and a professor of neurology and pathology at Boston University School of Medicine who conducted the examination. Pretty classic. It may be surprising since he was a quarterback, but certainly the lesions were widespread and they were quite severe, affecting many regions of the brain. Quarterbacks are provided more protection from hits than most football players. An offensive line's purpose is, in part, to protect the quarterback, and leagues like the NFL have special rules to discourage severe blows to players in the most important position on the field. But Stabler's diagnosis further suggests that no position in football, except perhaps kicker, is immune from progressive brain damage linked to hits to the head, both concussive and subconcussive. Stabler is the seventh former NFL quarterback to be found to have had CTE by Boston University, which has found CTE in 90 of the 94 former NFL players it has examined, 
including former New York Giants safety Tyler Sash, who died in September at age 27 and whose diagnosis was made public last week. After retiring from football, Stabler worked as a broadcast analyst for the NFL and for the University of Alabama, where he played quarterback under coach Bear Bryant. His damaged knees became such a problem in the past ten years that he rarely ventured out. It was not until the final few years that his family recognized a rapid decline in his cognitive functions, too. Several symptoms of CTE began to show themselves quickly, beginning with Stabler's complaints of a high-pitched ringing in his head. In his final year, he once grit his teeth so hard that he broke a bridge in his mouth and had to get dental implants. There were days when I walked in the door and looked at his face, and I could tell, Bush said. He was sitting in his chair because he was always waiting for me, and the news was on and whatnot, and he had his head laid back and his eyes just scrunched up so tight that I used to think...